Dr. Alan Leica here, and I'd like to welcome you to How to Live a Fantastic Life Show, where we will be discussing the important aspects of your life. We hope to inspire you to live the best life you can. Get out of your comfort zone and explore the awesome world around you. Break through your barriers. Take inspired action. Use the difficulties in your life to achieve the best version of you. Ladies and gentlemen, our next guest is Marsha Wichetka, who is a born-to-talk radio. She was, she has been the host of Born to Talk show for seven and a half years. His her formula is easy: conversations plus connections equals community. What's your story? Marsha has found through her conversations and connections that we all share a sense of community. It might be where you live, or perhaps it's a sense of fellowship with others sharing common attitudes, interests, and goals. The natural progression of a community is a sense of belonging, resulting in relationships and storytelling. Welcome, Marsha. Why, thank you, Alan. Thank you for having me. And, I, and I'm and i sorry to sort of correct you about this, because when people look at that last name, they go, hmm, I wonder how you say that. My husband was Polish. It's pronounced Yteka, like the, YMC, the YMCA Teka. So that I love that. And I and thank you, you for that, because some of these Polish names I trip over, I, you uh, know, and I'll tell you, if my mother, my father in law were sitting with us right here, they would pronounce it Zietecha, because that was the Polish way of saying, of it. course. And but, my brother in law's name is Saskovich. And some go. people pronounce it Saskowitch or Sask. You know, it, it's it's exactly. very hard to enunciate the. Whole, the European names in the proper in the proper way in North America. Absolutely, because the 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 W is like a V as opposed to a W. Well, anyway. my name is pronounced Leica, but it's actually pronounced Lichka. Oh, interesting. Names well, it's got so accents. It's got accents on the syllables that don't translate into English. There you have it. So, something we have in common. How do you like that? You know, and I don't mind. Call me anything, but don't call me late for dinner. That's the important go. thing. You bet. <laughs> oh my so goodness. tell me, how did you start on this journey? Well, I could spend an hour telling you about this, but we don't have that much time. So let me just tell you, I, I mentioned my last name and my husband's last name. And things happen in life. Sometimes we can be prepared for them. Sometimes we cannot. And that was the case for me. My husband, Butch, of nearly 38 years, passed away unexpectedly at the Staples Center just before the start of the Pac-10 basketball tournament in 2009. My husband's name was Walter. No, that was his father's name. Nobody called him Walter. He went by Walt officially, but everybody knew him as Butch. That's how I met him. I knew him as Butch. People at Hughes Aircraft and Raytheon knew him as Walt. Anyway, so he passed away. And um, I would say this to you, um, and, and this is advice I give to a lot of people. 
And that is if you call your spouse your everything and your everything passes, then what do you have? Nothing. So I was Mrs. Waiteka, but I'm also Marsha. I am my independent person that's lived in this community of Westchester, which is inside the city of Los Angeles. People are familiar with Westchester. It's right by um, Los Angeles International Airport. And I've lived here forever. We got married in 1971. We bought this house I'm living in right now in 1973. And I'm very connected to this community. Butch and I were very big sports fans. With Dodgers season ticket holders and original WNBA Sparks season ticket holders. I'm going to eventually get to how did I get here. So he was an engineer, you know, and he lived by the word fantastic. And Alan, I just think it is so great that that's part of what you say. We went anywhere and someone says, like the checker at the market says, how are you today? He was a fantastic. And do you know what that does to anybody that hears that? They immediately smile like, wow, thank you. It's a gift. He had that kind of a gift, but he was a man of few words. I was the talker. He was the rock. So he enjoyed cooking and we added on to our kitchen. And it's, it's a kitchen that a master chef would want to be in. Now I just use Lean Cuisine, but that's another story. So my, I invited all of my, I had a widow friend that said to me, never say no to an invitation. So I said yes to anything that anybody asked me that first year in 2009. But in January of 2010, I invited all my Sparks friend, lady friends, to come to my house for dinner. I made a crock pot of jambalaya. And so they walked into my kitchen and the one woman said, Deb, oh, my God. And I said, I know all that's missing is the chef. And she said, that's really interesting because I'm producing a talk radio show right in your practically in your own backyard here with a chef who's going to be doing a radio show at LA Talk Live. You know, maybe you'd like to come and be a guest. I said, what am I going to talk about? She said, well, you could just talk about cooking or your husband or whatever you like. So I ended up doing that. And this was not only audio, Alan, but it was visual. And so I went and I was a guest twice. The reality was he was a lousy host. He never looked at me. He only looked at his laptop. It was very disconnecting. And I said, you know, I think I could do this. And she said, okay, let's do it. So that was the beginning of the Born to Talk radio show at the LA Live Talk Studio. And some of those shows are still, excuse me, some of those shows are still on YouTube. There was music in it. So musical rights eliminated some of them from being there. But that's that's how it started. So on April the 15th of 2015, I began my first podcast, Born to Talk. Oh, yeah. You can see I haven't stopped since you asked me the question. Well, that's a fascinating story. You know, I uh, was diagnosed with ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease, back in 2003 and given six months to live. My goodness. Now, you know that's wrong because I'm still here and I won't go into my true diagnosis and stuff, but that led me to writing a book called The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life, which hit the press in early 2020 and it immediately became an international bestseller. Then I wanted to go on the speaking circuit, 
But of course, everything was shut up. It was closed. And no one wanted me to speak because no one was going anywhere. So I started a podcast called How to Live a Fantastic Life, which got so successful, a producer asked me to turn it into a radio show. And it's now on a syndicated network. And we have 3 million listeners a month. Fantastic. Let me use your word there. What happened for me, though, Alan, is that I was in that studio for three years every week. That door closed. And now what? I wasn't even given one week's notice. And I did that word the kids are using today called pivot. And I went over to blog talk radio which is strictly an audio show. But the beauty is, just like you being in Canada, and you're going to be my guest before the end of the year, now you don't have to travel to the studio. I am not limited to who can join me. So I have people all across the country joining me for one hour for a live audio show every single Monday. Well, that's beautiful. And I think that's wonderful. As I say, I... uh limit my show to 25 minutes because that's what my audience has told me they want. They say, you know, we're this is that drive time going to work or coming from work. We don't have time for a half an hour show. So could you please, please limit it to 25 minutes? So that's what I do on my show. I listened, I heard, and that's what we do here. But we have guests from around the world. We have you down in, in Los Angeles. We, we had, I had a person from Philadelphia on my show today. I, I had people on Greece and, and England and, and everywhere this week. That has been phenomenal. This digital platform has allowed me to visit the globe all from my studio in my basement. Right. So tell me more. What do you love most about podcasting? Well, I, I'm a people person like yourself, and I love sharing stories. That's why what's your story? Co- conversation plus connections equals community. What's your story? You mentioned that at the top. And I've been so fortunate to be connected to yourself and to others because publicists are finding me now, and they are sending me their clients. And I am now having people, I'm having a lot of authors and things like that. So I love sharing stories. And like you, Alan, you and I are both Rotarians. And we're proud of that, service above self. And I do, I I love when nonprofits come to my podcast and talk about what it is that they are passionate about. What is your story? What do you do? Why do you do it? Why do you love it? Tell me more. And much like you, when you ask those questions, that's what you're eliciting for me. What is it you do and why do you love it? And it's something I look forward to. You and I both know it doesn't come without some work. I personally do not have a team of people around me that does this with me. I have a, a woman that when I first started in the studio in the very beginning, she would just graduated from college and she was my intern. She, to this day, still posts on Instagram for me. That's her help to me. Otherwise, it's me. And I'm responsible for what I do. And, and, but I, I just love it because I think that, you know, 
we all can find something by listening to a podcast. It's something that we share, something that's interesting. If you don't, if you're not interested, then you know you don't listen to it. But because of Blog Talk Radio and WordPress, my podcasts go across every podcast app there is. So they are all recorded. The embedded link is there after my shows and people can listen. Listen for 15 minutes, turn it off, come back later. Okay. Yeah. And and all, uh, as I say, mine goes on a network called AMFM 24-7 to begin with. And for the first six months, the the recordings live there. And then we tried to migrate them over to my website. But I only have the power to put two on a web on my website a week. So we are way behind from my recordings because I do 12 recordings a week, oh which goodness. is which is unfortunately that's the what I can handle. So if you want if the audience wants to listen to some of my podcasts, go to my website, drallenlika.com. That's D-R-A-L-L-E-N Lika L-Y-C-K-A dot com. There's a lot there. There's over 125 there. But if you want the most recent, go to AMFM 24-7 because there's hundreds of more there. I appreciate the fact that you did something that I always do. And that is you spelled it. Alan can be spelled more than one way. You, you know that it could be A-L-A-N. Um, you spelled your last name because maybe people don't know how to do that. So I also do that. When I tell people my name is Marsha Waiteka, um, at, you know, a born to talk radio show, they, they, they're like, well, I don't know how to spell Waiteka. So, you know, that's why um, on my um, on my business card, I just make it simple. And it just says Marsha at Born to Talk Radio Show dot com. And that's my website. And that's where you can read about myself, a little bit about what I told you about put and 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 my and what I do every week. So for me, Alan, I do um, a, a blog. I call it a blog. I do a blog that promotes the show on a Thursday, talking about who is this guest and what it's about. And then on the Monday when the show is over, I write a second blog and I embed the audio link into that so that it then gets carried everywhere. And um, that's the process that, that I've used. Well, that's a beautiful way of doing things. And I think that's wonderful. And I'm so glad you do that because the word has to get out there to so many people. Yes. You know, I think there's so many people right now that are stuck in the mud that are having problems. I get so depressed when I watch the news that I refuse to watch it most days. I keep up on things by reading uh, stuff on the Internet and so on. But really, to me, I do not want to be dragged down by all this negativity that's going on. And there's so much negativity. It's crazy. I so agree. So when people say to me, I, I talk. I don't care if I'm in the nail salon, if I'm in the department store. And they'll say something about podcasts. What is your podcast about? And I tell them, let me tell you what it's not about. It's exactly what you just said, Alan. It is not going to divide us. It's not divisive. It's inclusive. So what can you share that will benefit others? It's just that it's really just that simple. I, I don't want to use my social media to promote something that's negative. It's really that simple. 
Yeah, and I think what's going on now is in the press, they got so inundated with these COVID stories that they now have to lead with more and more negative stories because otherwise they can't even get people to watch them. So the negativity just transcends everything else. Well, I would agree. So that's why you and I share a commonality, my friend. That's why Rotary combines us. There's many different ways. And I find this, Alan, all the time when I start. I've never met a stranger. If you're walking your doodle by my house, I'm going to start talking to you about your dog. Or you're wearing a Dodger baseball hat. I'm going to start talking to you about my Dodgers. I've never met a stranger. And people appreciate And But listen, I can tell. You know, if I'm in the market and I start talking to somebody by the carrots and they're going, oh, my God, here she comes again. I understand that. I can read that. I'm, 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 I can pay attention to that. But for most people, with this isolation we've all had with COVID, just speaking to people and saying, how are you? And have a fantastic day. What more could you ask for? I'm just so grateful you've invited me to join you today. Well, and I think we need to share that, you know, if you're in the grocery store and there's somebody behind you and you can start a little chatter, you you know, that person might be thinking of committing suicide. And if you just show a little interest and a little caring, you can make that person's day. Yeah. And I and I don't do that with um intention like oh this is what i need to do it's it's internal it's who i am it, it does i don't have to work at it my husband was a man of little words i am the other hand that's why we, we that's why we work so well he just would be it is what it is and i would say yeah but and he would say nope it is what it is okay that's fine you know but for me it's like who are you i want to know you marcia this time is flying by. I know. I knew it would because I love to talk. Well, so can you tell me, can you tell me how you live a fantastic life? You know what? I wake up every morning before I get out of bed and I just thank God in my own way, out loud. Thank you for this day. I am grateful to be here. Thank you for the security of my home. Thank you for my little kitty cat that's sitting next to me on the bed. I just live a grateful life. Do I wish my husband was here spending this money that he worked so hard for with me? Of course. But like he said, it is what it is, Marsha, adapt. So I've adapted, but I've adapted in a way that allows me to live a life that I am grateful for. And I think that's really, that's at the core of me. I'm grateful for that warm water in the morning. Thank you. The plumbing work. Yeah. And I think that's another thing that we have in common as we share the gratefulness and thankfulness that we have. You know, I think it's so important for people not just to be asked to be given that they're actually thankful for everything that they have. You know, we in North America are blessed with more than anyone in the world we have so much here it's crazy it's true and you know you look around the world just you know right now there are fires not i mean they're not close to me we're living in a terrible drought 
You know, you look in Mississippi where they don't have water. You know, there's all kinds of things that are happening across this country. And that's when you just lay there before you get out of bed for me. And I'm also a yogi. I, I do practice yoga. So I know my shoulders are not supposed to be earrings. And because I can live and I can live with some anxiety, I do my very best to practice my breathing. Use that toolkit of just taking a deep breath and settling down. And that really does help me a lot to just stay grounded. And I'm grateful for that as well. And, and that's so important just to say thank you and spend a little time accepting all those things that you have and all the things that you've been given is so important. But I also think it's important to do an act of gratitude for others each day. And it could be something small. It could be something great, but to do something for somebody else that they wouldn't have otherwise. I totally agree. It's, it's not a selfish act. It is an act of gratitude. Like you say, you can get in front of me. I don't mind waiting. You know, just like you say, you don't know what somebody's going through. And you, you don't know what you have in common with people unless you start that conversation. And, you know, I'm very comfortable doing that. I'm not, it's not awkward for me to start a conversation with somebody. And like you said, you never know what that smile or that, that level of, of interest can mean to somebody. You don't know. I know what it means to me when somebody does that to me. And I know how grateful I am. So, Marsha. Yes, sir. We're almost at the end of our time together. Can you tell others how they can get in touch with you, how they can find your beautiful radio show, yes, and sir. how they can find out more about your world? Well, if you go to my website, the www.borntotalkradioshow.com, you will find my website. And that's where you'll see all about my guests, two posts a week, You'll also read about my about page. You can subscribe to my newsletter. You can go to your favorite podcast app. Say you have an iPhone. We all have a podcast app on our iPhone. Just search Born to Talk Radio Show and follow. You can do it on your Android. You can do it on Spotify, iHeart, TuneIn, every podcast app that's out there. My podcasts are um, downloaded. And people have a chance. One day, and you'll appreciate this, just to make this really quick. I had a cancellation at 10 o'clock at night for my Monday show the next day. Didn't read it till the morning. I went, oh, God. So what did I do? I had a podcast to do. I was my own guest. So if people want to know more about me, they can scroll until they see. I had my brother on my show. I had a junior high school friend on my show. So I... You know, I love this. And Alan, I look forward to having you join me also at the end of this year. I will be there with bells on. (laughs) Alan, it'll be fantastic. I know it will, because this show was fantastic, too. Thank you for having me. So thank you for being my guest. And thank you for sharing with us. It was my pleasure to have you. Thank you. Bye. I always say... Bye for now.
Yeah, for sure. And ladies and gentlemen, please be sure to check out my website, Dr. Alan Lyka. That's D-R-A-L-L-E-N-L-Y-C-K-A.com. And make sure you get a golden pearl a week. Sign up for that. And also, if you need a professional speaker, I'm your man. If you need somebody to coach you, I'm your person. So go to my website and get in touch with me. I look forward to talking to you soon. Bye for now. You've been listening to How to Live a Fantastic Life. Be sure and pick up a copy of Dr. Laika's book, The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life, on Amazon.com. And you'll want to subscribe right here on this page so you don't miss a single episode. Have a fantastic day. Fantastic day.